Hi guys, welcome to the Danimal's Cage. I'm your host, as always, the Mighty Danimal, Dan Martins. My guests today are coming in all the way from Austin, Texas. I got Rick and Shane from Empty Trail. What's going on, guys? What's up? Just flew in, man. Walking the yeah, empty, walking the empty trail. <laughs> I love yeah, it. that's it. I'm on a trail right now. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, all right. So. The first question that I ask every band or artist that I interview on the show, tell us your backstory. Tell us how Empty Trail started out and how, I guess, Shane kind of joined up. And I know you guys have another guy, your drummer, who couldn't be with us today. So tell us how everyone, how all the pieces kind of came together. Uh, well, initially, I started it out in Los Angeles, like I said, when I lived out there. Um, I started in 2013. There's a, an EP kind of floating around called Obscured, which is only available on Bandcamp, and that got done in LA, and then moved to Austin, and that's where I met Shane. Where'd I meet you, man? Uh, on Facebook. He sent, Facebook, me a, right? sent me a Facebook message, like, hey, man, you know any bass players? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then I listened to the music and was like, oh, wait, this is actually pretty good. And I was like, yeah, are you still looking for a bass player? Maybe. Yeah, and then... Uh, Shane joined and made the band a whole lot better, and uh, here we are. So that's kind of how we formed. And then same with Rom. Rom was met. Uh, I actually saw him playing with another band in Austin, Texas, and I just really dug his playing. So I reached out and like, join this band, man, and he agreed. That's awesome, guys. So yeah. you got. So what I noticed, just kind of looking through your Spotify, the most recent song you guys put. And correct me if I'm wrong on this. But the most recent song you guys put out is being the song being used. I really love that song, man. Like I've listened, I've listened to pretty much your entire stuff on Spotify, and I love. It really sounds like '90s rock, which is really kind of the stuff that I I grew up on. Now, mm -hmm. for, for the song being used, what was the what was the creative process like for that one? Was that something that you kind of had in the back pocket for a while, or was that something that kind of just came together? Kind of Not really. It just, it, it just kind of came together spontaneously. I guess we don't really want to think too much about it all, you know. So yeah. kind of came together spontane spontaneously. Um, the song is about being used, I guess. I guess like the political climate and everything. Yeah. Lyrically, that's kind of where I went with it. But I wanted to keep it open to interpretation. So nice. Glad you like it, man. Yeah, it's great. Is that typical? Like, is that a typical kind of thing for you guys? Like, do you create songs spontaneously, or do, you, or is it a little of both? Do you have like spontaneous moments, and then you guys have stuff that you've been working on for a long time, and it all just kind of comes together as it yeah. was meant to be? Yeah, I mean, it, it's always different. I mean, I think maybe the usual thing um, would be I'll probably have kind of an idea, come into rehearsal, and then Shane and Ram will just kind of fill in the gaps, make it nice. sound good. Nice. And then Shane, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, that's usually he, he kind of brings us the ideas and sometimes it, you know, is just like it stays exactly how he brings it. And sometimes we, you know, tweak it, you know, throw in a little bit of color and, um, you know, do whatever we do in post-production to kind of beef it up. Nice. Now, do you guys, now I, I ask this question a lot to a lot of the bands that I interview, but do you guys have like a favorite song? I guess a collective or even an individual favorite song that you guys have written over the years. What? I guess. What do you think, Shane? What's your favorite song? I guess we That's don't agree on it. I guess we'll play like later on a lot. 
for me. I like waiter like wait rounds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, waiter rounds another really good one. That was actually the first song I ever heard from you guys. I saw that in an Instagram advertisement because I saw you guys advertised on Instagram and I just I just checked you guys out and I'm like, okay, this is this is good stuff. Nice. Yeah, I dig that song. Um, I guess it would be. It's hard to pick favorites, honestly, because they're just. I mean, I'm bad at picking favorites with anything, really. You can kind of love it all in different yeah. ways, different yeah. flavor, you know, for the occasion. Yeah, of course. You like different songs for different reasons, of course. Because yeah. I, I used, I was telling, well, Shane, I was telling Rick before you came on, but I'm a drummer myself, so. I, and I used to play in a band as well. It was almost impossible for me to like pick a favorite song because every song kind of had its own life and yeah. kind of stood on its own for many different reasons. Awesome. So in terms of just the overall band, who are some of the, because I know you guys have like a really kind of like strong sound of like, like I mentioned all the 90s stuff, but who are some bands that really inspire you guys and inspired kind of just the creative kind of, vibe of the band uh well i guess my favorite but i mean what i always hear empty trail is kind of compared to is like soundgarden or alice in chains i feel like those yeah. two bands probably maybe more vocally uh, kind of goes in that direction i mean i have a ton of influences shane what are your influences yeah kind of the same like alice in chains was a big one when i was growing up um see there was really huge um, like Smoggy Soul, Chevelle, kind of in that vein of stuff, or nice. some like formative things, you know, when I was first getting started. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And we were I, actually I, wanting to go on tour with Smile Empty Soul, but uh, pandemic and stuff, it just didn't oh, really no. pan out. So, but it's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I definitely get this. I get the Soundgarden vibe from you guys, definitely. Not just instrumentally, but also Rick with your voice. Like you could be Chris Cornell reincarnated, but is there <laughs> is there any evidence to back that up? I don't I know. Think maybe so. I, we look, no, we look deep enough, maybe. <laughs> what? I said, if we look deep enough, maybe we can find <laughs> yeah, a connection. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely. You can tell, obviously, definitely a big influence vocally. I just. Uh, Always have dug his voice. It's very cool, and it's definitely uh, made an impact in how I sing. So, yeah, absolutely. So, for for the band for 2021, I know COVID still exists and all that, but once it's over, what can people expect from you guys th this year? Maybe once you guys are allowed to play live again, do you have like anything that you really want to do, like go out on tour, or are you guys making more music? Like, what what can people expect from you guys this year? Yeah, well, when the pandemic ends, the thing we want to do is go on tour. Um, for sure, we have a couple buddies that we're going to have as a support act. Probably shouldn't say because who knows what's going to happen, but yeah, probably make that happen. So nice. we'd love to go on tour with some uh, some bigger bands and um, be the support guys. Awesome. And are you guys writing like a, a new a new album, a new EP? Like, what's the on the recording side of things? How's it looking? Yeah, always ready new music. Um, couple that are kind of queued up waiting to get released. And uh, I don't know, I think maybe like put together either a full length or an EP. It's been a while. We haven't done a full length as a band, actually. It's a full band, uh, Ram and Shane and me. So maybe we'll uh, we'll do that. Awesome. I was, uh, I was uh, 
I guess I was kind of under the impression that nowadays people just want the singles, but enough of our fans have said we just want a full length. Yeah. So, Got to give the fans what, so let's do it. No, I've no I've noticed on your Spotify like you guys put out like singles here and there, and not a lot of EPs or just like anything. I think there's correct me if I'm wrong again, but if I think there was only like one or two EPs or I think one full length on your Spotify. Yeah, there's only one full length that Empty Show has called Bear. Okay. Then there's the Hollow Hearted EP, the Obscurity EP, I said, which is the first one, three songs, um, Lost EP. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. Am I missing? I, I don't even know. I forget. I remember, <laughs> I remember the rest of it is just like single, like single, single, single. So, yeah, single, single, single. I think um, I just wanted to focus on a song basis, but um, I mean, they probably will get eventually compiled to a full length, so we'll stick them on. Nice. That's what happened with uh, My World. My World was a single, um, but we signed with uh, Golden Robot Records, and they wanted to release an EP, so then we just added it to the EP and did that. But Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, uh, we're... What was I going with this? Okay, so you got you mentioned going up back out on tour once the pandemic's over, and which kind of now begs the question: if you guys could go on tour with any band, who would you want to go on tour with? What do you think? <laughs> if, stuff. if Sound if Soundgarden was still still here, and if Chris Cornell was still still with us, oh, oh I, I meant that the shame, but yeah, you're right. Like, I mean. Soundgarden, yeah, you know, bring back right. from the dead. Love to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean any, personally, Alice so in Chains would be awesome. I'd nice. love to go into Alice in Chains. That would be a huge win. Yeah. Rainwolf, uh, Bad Flower, maybe. Nice. Highly Suspect. I'd love to go into with Highly Suspect. Um, there's a band that popped up. Uh, oh, Royal Blood would be great. Oh, I love those guys. You'd love to do Royal Blood. Uh, Cleopatric is kind of a cool new band. Cleopat Cleopatric are from just down the road from me. I, and I know those guys are some good friends of mine. So Nice. Well, let, ask them. Let's, uh, let's do something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If we got to do like some kind of connecting the dots, like if they don't know who you guys are, then I'll send, I'll send off some of her stuff. Yeah, well, we'll come to you. you, you can, since our drummer isn't here, you can play drums with us. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Rom, you've been replaced. <laughs> sorry, Rom, didn't make the interview. I'm, I'm the, that's still business. I'm the, I'm the temporary drummer. Cutthroat, it's a cutthroat, cutthroat industry. <laughs> even, hey, even if I do it on just a temporary basis, if I get to go like all through Canada with you guys, that would be awesome. Fuck yeah. Awesome. So I like to end the interview with just kind of like some fun little icebreaker questions. And when I started doing this podcast like two years ago, these were just some of the most like, I guess, most commonly used questions, like just icebreaker questions for interviews. And I love asking these questions because I love getting all these answers. So the first question that I ask everybody is, do you guys, do you guys have any like, I guess the best way I can put it is musical guilty pleasures. Is there a band or artist that I would be kind of surprised to find out you listen to? Oh damn, many for me. I'm just trying to get in my car before my phone dies. Right. Uh, one sec. Yep. I, I would say uh, like first. I like Katy. Perry. I like Katy Perry. That um, that, um, you know, you know, Bruno Mars, Justin Timberlake, stuff like that. I, I think is is it's really fun and enjoyable. 
um, yeah. you know, but, but it makes me feel a little bit bad. Like I'm like, I'm, you know, not supposed <laughs> to be into this kind of stuff. Yeah. You got to keep the image and then you, people find out you like, like Katy Perry and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I used to be that way when I was younger, I was like, you know, it's, it's, you know, got to be metal or nothing, rock and roll, man. But then the older I got, I'm kind of like, you know, yeah, everything has something to offer. Yeah, of course. And like of course you're allowed to like what you like what you like there's no yeah. there's no denying that I'll, I'll tell you right now like i'm a huge taylor swift fan and i will i will always i've i've admitted that on so many episodes of this podcast like i feel like everyone everyone knows now that i'm i'm a taylor swift fan i've still never seen her live i well well it's funny because i've never seen her live but i want i want to see her live but tickets are not the easiest to get. That's what uh, I'm but going they're so expensive. With. Yeah. Can we be Taylor Swift's support act? <laughs> you? Sure. <laughs> I think that'd be a good fit. That'd be that'd be interesting. Stylistically, it fits for sure. You guys, you guys should get Taylor Swift to do a song with you guys. <laughs> Love that. Get a feature. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe she. Because uh, who knows? I mean, I, I would actually. Maybe she's really into rock, but, but doesn't you know can't do rock because she's Taylor Swift. So give her uh, an excuse to do some rock with us. Funny story. Rock voice. Who knows? Funny story. Actually, um, I read somewhere. I, this was like years ago, but I read that Taylor Swift's favorite band is Def Leppard, and they did a collaborative performance of "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by Def Leppard with the guys from Def Leppard at a show. That's interesting. I've never I mean, seen anything I, about that. I mean, I there's, would, like, I would, there's footage of it on YouTube. I would bet. Can you guys hear me still, by the way? Yep. I would bet, like, a lot of, you know, artists, if you ask them, they probably have definite um, different interests than probably what they're known for. Yeah. So I think, uh, I, I like, uh, to answer your question before, Guilty Pleasures for me, I mean, I'm a big pop guy. I like all the pop stuff. I like listening to all the new stuff right now. I was listening to Black Bear for, I think, Black Bear is his name for a little yep. bit. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, some... Like the Youngblood person? Oh, Youngblood, yeah. Youngblood yeah. young person. I mean, I'm kind of intrigued by his career right now, so I'm kind of watching. Uh, oh, jeez. I don't know. I have to go through my phone. But, but basically any pop that you could think that would be like, that doesn't make sense. I probably like it. <laughs> the only music I don't listen to, really, and it's not that I don't like it, is probably country. I just okay. don't. It just doesn't connect with me. But it's not that I don't like it. I can still appreciate it. So. Yeah, fair enough. I know a lot of people are kind of like divided on country music. Like some country music is good, others maybe not so much. I kind of, I kind of fall in, and I, I willingly admit this. I'm more like into the new country stuff. Because with old country artists, like all the old school stuff, like Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Willie Nelson, who is, who's from Austin, by the way, like that's like, I like some, uh, some of their stuff, but then with all the new country stuff, it's got like, it's like all this fresh faced stuff. And I guess it's more just kind of like modern and I'm, I'm down with it. I like some of the like Sturgill Simpson's cool. Oh yes. Uh, Sergio's awesome. Uh, Coulter Wall is cool, you know, as yeah. far as like newer country stuff goes, but mm -hmm. mostly I'm into the old old stuff. Guys, I gotta have a fight here. Older <laughs> it's well, it's the ongoing the ongoing debate in the music, like amongst all my music 
my peers, I guess, because because some people like it, some people don't. And then you see like all the memes on Facebook where it's like if someone plays country music in the car, like you just kick them right out of the car. <laughs> I've seen, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I mean, if if anyone tried to play country music in my car, as long as it, you know, as long as it's a good song, and it's not like some, I guess, auto-tuned crap, then I guess it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, what is it? I've heard the term a uh, hick hop that makes me laugh. And that's like the Florida Georgia line stuff. I've never, I've like, never heard that. Yeah, I've it's heard. like the, with the program drums and stuff, and it's, you know, yeah. like almost electronic. Yeah, I've I've never heard anything like that, but that's that's a, a, a cool, <laughs> like, but I guess. Is that, like, kind of, is that like Old Town Road, though? Is that like what that's. Yeah, I, I guess. It was like there was like Old Town Road, and then there was this other song that popularized right after that was like the same thing, but it's like do the two step, do 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 do. I don't know. Yeah. So so do you, <laughs> do you guys like do you guys constant consistently like pay attention to? I guess this is kind of like an add-on question, but do you guys like pay attention actively to like what the music charts like the charts are looking like? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I do. Um, I'll always comb it. I just like to see what's popular, what's going on. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like a big fan of at least this point about blend, blending things together, blending some elements. I think with, uh, yeah. somewhere we were trying to kind of just blend some, uh, interesting, more modern elements. It just keeps it exciting, honestly. Um, but I can always get down with it. I mean, you know, they've done like those totally derailing this. They've done those studies that like after you pass 25, you just don't take new music in. Yeah. Right. You're kind of you're set in like what you like, but I try to always be open to new things. Yeah. I always let myself kind of fall in love with something that maybe you know, I don't quite understand at the moment. Exactly. So. Like, like I'm tw- I'm 25 right now, and I'm still discovering new music. Like, I love hearing what people are listening to. Like, if I don't know it, I'll listen to it, and oftentimes, I'll tell you, nine times out of ten, I like it. <laughs> It's cool. It's good. It's good to have, have an open mind to think music. Absolutely. Well, that's why it's good. It's good that I have Rick because I I don't really monitor any of that. <laughs> but but he'll if he finds something that's cool, he sifts through who's, it all and who's like top hey, one man, right now. Who's top one? Yeah. I don't know who's top one. Probably uh, like Harry Styles or something. Yeah. Oh, Harry Styles is doing incredibly well for himself. Like, I'll tell you right now. Like, but when Post I was. That's a guilty. It's not a guilty pleasure, but I, I like what he's doing. Yeah, Post Malone's awesome. Quick story about Harry Styles, though. I was in high school when when he was in One Direction, and every every girl that I went to high school with was really into One Direction. And it's like, oh, who's your favorite One Direction member? Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it was it was Harry Styles. And then as I got older, I found out that One Direction was just kind of taking some time off, and everyone was off doing their own thing. Then Harry Styles' album came out, and I listened to it, and it's like, okay, this is—he should have been a solo artist to begin with. I didn't know he yeah. did music. I thought he was because I know he's in movies. I thought he was a, like a movie star. He was, yeah, he was in Dunkirk that Christopher yeah, Nolan. That, that's did. what happens when you when you uh, when you get that big. You just kind of do it all. Then you know you do yeah. Like yeah. You have your your uh, uh, hair hairline or what, what's yeah. the yeah, cologne line. Yeah, um, just just do it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just got guys like him. Just have like some of the busiest schedules in the world. Yeah, he just got cast in some some big movie that they're about to make. Um, 
I forget I forget who's directing it, but I was reading about that the other day. Okay. Awesome. So we'll keep we'll keep rolling on with this interview. And I now this next question, I absolutely love asking this question because I love hearing the stories that bands have from from shows that they've done. What is the funniest thing that you guys have seen at a show, whether it's a show that you guys have done or a show that you've been to for like another group? But what is something funny that you guys always, it maybe not happened to you, but happened to somebody else? Like what? Um, at one point there was like a, like a, a lap dance going on on stage to me. <laughs> I was playing guitar, like playing a solo. That was kind of like a, a fun, also kind of like, I don't really know what was going to happen experience. But mm-hmm. it, it, just, it was cool. Let's roll with it. Um, trying to think what else. I'll think on it when you tell me, James. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's a lot of lot of weird stuff. Uh, probably one of the funnier things that, that happened was when uh, I was going to see Red Fang, me and uh, Derek. And we're in the mosh pit, you know, running around and, and all of a sudden Derek grabs me, you know, and I can't hear anything because it's loud, but I look up and, you know, and he's screaming again, I can't hear him. And he holds up his hand and I guess he had hit somebody's vest and one, they had like a pin in it and it oh. came off and it's like through his finger oh. and he's just holding his hand up and it was so funny. And he just oh. ripped it out and we kept going, but, oh geez. man, that's a, that's a priceless uh, memory from the pit. That's rough. <laughs> I'd say I'd say the toughest thing for me was just there was like a circle pit going on for a band, and I just put my arm up, and this one guy just like jet, like hits my wrist, and I end up hitting myself right in the face. <laughs> yeah, the the pit, the pits can uh you walk away with some uh some you know bruises and stuff, but it's so much fun. Yeah, I I've, I remember uh, going to see Lamb of God and Slayer. And I guess I was like new to the pit when I was really young. And like right when Slayer started, I think it was Slayer. I was Lamb of God. Dude. Just mm. got stuck in the pit. And then I realized at the moment that I just could not move. That there were so many people from all direction. I was just stuck there for like yeah. a whole event. And uh, it was a scary situation. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, the pits are, pits are really scary. Oh, uh, but I was uh, just stuck. Yeah, nice. All right, so my next question, and this is just kind of, I guess, the final question for this is, what is the best advice you guys have been given from anybody? Hmm. Wow, that's a hard one, because all the advice that I feel like I've gotten contradicts each other. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anyone said this. I guess this is my, I don't know. Do you have a, a thing, Shane? I don't, because like you said, it's like you kind of, you follow one thing and then it's like, oh, well, I don't know, that didn't really pan out. And then you, it's like, you're always kind of learning different things, you know? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the best thing, you know, is um, being yourself, you know, like, because you're the one that has to promote your music. So, I mean, if you yeah. are like writing stuff that you don't care about, then that's going to make yeah, it really hard. I think what I learned from getting a lot of advice is just, stand uh, stick to your guns really stick to your guns stay consistent with something that you believe in mm-hmm. um and just plow forward i think that's really really good advice uh, for anybody who's trying to do anything musically i think believe in what you're doing and just stay consistent with it because you're going to get a lot of advice that i think is in many different directions i love it 
Yeah, a lot mm -hmm. of people a lot of people say stuff that's kind of like similar to that. Like they'll word it differently, but that's kind of just the general consensus. Because mm -hmm. if you gotta, I'm a firm believer in like authenticity. Like if if I go and see a band, I want them to be like authentic. They can still kind of like draw inspiration from other bands that they really like. But if you're not authentic, then I really, it's it's hard for me to pay attention. And you got to do stuff that kind of like makes you stand out. It's true. I mean, nowadays I just think there's so many bands that are all kind of like sounding exactly the same. It's just hard to really focus in on, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Being different, being unique, I think is, is good, especially nowadays. Absolutely. so much all the time yeah you stick like a, like we gotta be gotta be you there it's like yeah. the quote we're reading all the parts yeah and of, and of course as a musician myself like i pride myself on authenticity like obviously there's a lot of great drummers that i'm inspired by but i i just kind of i don't like play someone's exact style note for note i take like little bits of each yeah. like all my favorite drummers and i just kind of come into i've come into my own as a as a musician take all your favorite aspects of uh all your favorite musicians and put it together and kind of makes you and you absolutely I, I, think of it. I i remember 10 years ago when i was playing this was when i was like 15 years old this was like the first show i ever played Everyone kept saying to me, I was like John Bonham. And I'm like, ah, well, that's flattering, first of all. But <laughs> I, I, I'd only been playing for two years at that point. So I, I'm just like, uh, thanks. No, that's <laughs> not, a, that's not a, bad, a bad comparison. It's a good comparison, though. Yeah, but I, I, I've been playing drums for two years, and John Bonham had, like, a Hall of Fame career with, with Zeppelin. <laughs> who, was, who, was, who was telling you that? Uh, buddy of mine's dad. <laughs> I see. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. This was a lot of fun. Before I let you go, though, where can people find you on social media? Uh, Instagram. And Spotify? <laughs> yeah, ev oh, everywhere. Yeah, anywhere. I mean, we're Apple Music, anywhere. Facebook, YouTube. Big places uh, for, like, news and stuff. Instagram, for sure. Uh, any new videos, anything like video related is going to be on YouTube. Definitely Spotify. If you're an Apple Music person, yeah. If you're like weird and you like Deezer, like, yeah. You know, so. Literally anywhere. anywhere. People, hey, people still use Deezer. It's a joke. I like Deezer. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever used it. There's, there's a thing. I think it's like, I think it's like, it's a French thing and it's pronounced Cobuzz and that's a, another music distributor. I had no idea what Cobuzz even was, but for what I do for work, like I have to, that's, I have to kind of like plug each, each client's different like Cobuzz things. <laughs> it's Q-O-B-U-Z. And I say Z because I'm Canadian. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard, never heard of that one. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's got like a whole bunch of it's it's kind of like Deezer, but it's it's like if Deezer was French. Uh, I also don't know what Deezer is, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair, yeah, fair enough, guys. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you, Rick, Shane. Thank you guys so much for for this. This was a lot of fun. Great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Looks like the weather's kind of nice out in uh, in Austin. Oh yeah, blue skies. Oh yeah. man, it's like seventy degrees. Oh man, what I wouldn't give to be somewhere 
that's not like freezing cold right now. <laughs> what's, it like, what's it like there? Snow? A lot of snow? A lot of snow, really cold. But the, the main difference with with Canada versus the U.S. is that you guys measure in Fahrenheit or Celsius. So, so some Fahrenheit temps might be different than Celsius temps. Yeah, what, so I say seventy, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what might be considered cold to you guys might be considered warm to me. I don't know, <laughs> and then vice versa. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been the Danimals Cage. I've been Dan Martins. This has been Rick and Shane from Empty Trail. Check them out. We're bringing the rock back. Hey, thanks. Yep. I have to fade away to know what I've been missing. To soak into the hole I made. Yes.